This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Let's go to that uh, story then of what is uh, unfolding in uh, northern Mozambique where we have, uh, well, you can't even call it a low-intensity low, low insurgency. It sounds as if it's now a full-blown uh, insurgency that is happening in the north there of Mozambique. We now hear of the town of Palma, which has been, been under siege and came under attack from uh, these rebel fighters uh, um, yeah, who have been linked with Al-Shabaab and uh, Alisis. Uh, Deva Mavinga joins us on the line. He is uh, um, the Southern Africa Director at Human Rights Watch. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, good morning. Uh, good morning, uh, Titi. Thanks for having me on your show. Thank you. This is not something new. This has been going on at least uh, since 2017. But uh, I suppose now it seems as if it's caught the attention of people, certainly in this part of the world, because we have had South African casualties. What do we know about what is going on there in northern Mozambique? What is the motive of uh, these uh, uh, rebels? Who are these rebels? As I said here, they've been linked with uh, uh, ISIS and they've been named, linked with Al-Shabaab. But it, uh, there's also the theory that these uh, was just a, a group of young uh, bandits who were armed with machetes initially when they started, and machetes and pangas, but have uh, since grown onto a full-on rebel movement of sorts. Well, you are correct, Titi, that uh, uh, this has been going on since October 2017. And certainly, uh, the attacks have escalated into a full-blown crisis uh, that is engulfing uh, Cabo Delgado province, uh, north of Mozambique. Uh, and this is a, a gas-rich province uh, which has got uh, uh, an, a potential for more than 60 billion U.S. dollars uh, of, of, of gas deposits there. Uh, and this group identifies itself locally as Al-Shabaab, but is not linked to the Somalia Al-Shabaab. Mm. Uh, it has said uh, in 2019 that it, is, it pledged allegiance to the uh, ISIS um, uh, Islamic State uh, and has been supposedly in, incorporated into the Central African region of ISIS. And the U.S. authorities have designated it uh, ISIS Mozambique. Uh, the motives are not clear, and its modus operandi, the way it works, is also not clear, mm. um, but also partly because the Mozambican authorities have been very slow to respond and to put priority to addressing this um, uh, escalating challenge. But now, uh, as we speak, there have been more than a, a, a hundred uh, attacks in different places and um, over 600,000 people have been displaced as a result. Yeah. And, uh, you, know, you know, so it's, it's completely out of control now. You said that you say that the Mozambican uh, government has been slow to respond, but uh, uh, do they even have the capacity to respond? How big a force? What are they up against? Do they even know? Because there was recently reports out of Mozambique that the Mozambican government has actually called on the U.S. to assist them in fighting these insurgents. 
Well, part of it is, is capacity ESTT, but also part of it is just uh, lack of political will and, and, and uh, focus because um, uh, Mozambican authorities could have reached out to the Southern African Development Community, to the African Union uh, to help coordinate uh, and have you know, fact-finding missions to find out exactly what is happening there. But it seems the knee-jerk reaction has been uh, to underplay and dismiss you know, the extent of this uh, problem. Um, and this is what the Mozambican authorities have been doing uh, for a long time now since this thing has started. Uh, so what we need now, yes, they've asked for support from the UK and from the US, but it's much more important to have a localized, a regional response mechanism. Uh, you know, Titi, that um, South Africa, through the Department of International Relations, has said it stands ready uh, to assist. But we have not seen uh, Mozambique actively uh, seeking that kind of assistance from South Africa, from SADC, and from the African Union. And what, and what would that assistance look like? Are we talking about military um, assistance or what? Because I also don't get the sense that there is a massive force that there um, is actually been active out there in northern Mozambique, that this grouping, whoever they are, are that formidable. Well, yes, you know, this support would be based on initially an assessment of, of the needs and an opening up by Mozambique uh, uh, to say what exactly is happening. Because at the moment, no one really knows. Even as we are talking about mm. Palma, uh, Titi, we do not even know the number of people who have been killed. Uh, the Minister of Defense in Mozambique has said dozens have been killed, but no specifics. And, and, and so... There is no, not enough information of what's happening, but we also know that certainly the Mozambican security forces uh, lack capacity, uh, lack uh, discipline, and have been involved themselves uh, in serious human rights abuses in trying to uh, crush this uh, rebel movement because um, uh, there have been uh, issues of uh, uh, torture and detention, uh, beating and killings, even executions on the streets. Uh, and, and so it's chaotic. And it's reflective of a total lack of coordination and clear strategy and mm. plan on the part of Mozambique. So this the response from SADC and the AU mm. would be comprehensive to that extent and would not be really uh, a stopgap measure, but a comprehensive, maybe a multi-year response to ensure that there is sustainable peace and security that is restored to um, northern Mozambique. This is obviously a, a risk for uh, Mozambique uh, in terms of a stability from an economic point of view. I mean, if this uh, um, this operation, this total project uh, is halted because of all of this, but how much of a threat is it uh, regionally? I mean, uh, certainly it will be a, become a problem for Tanzania who share that northern border with Mozambique. Well, uh, it, Titi, if you look at the pattern of attacks uh, since October 2017 of, of uh, uh, this uh, group that calls itself Al-Shabaab, uh, they have gradually been uh, increasing uh, in scope and intensity and uh, sophistication, in coordination, and they are becoming more daring. So the way in which Palmer was attacked uh, since Wednesday, uh, and uh, after the authorities had said it's fairly secure, and Total and others had begun their operations, that this shows that you know the, there is a real risk that this could actually spread 
uh, and affect um, the, the, the entire region of Southern Africa, particularly Tanzania. And there is also indication that uh, some of the fighters may be linked to, you know, rebel groups in the Democratic Republic of Congo. So there are certainly foreign elements amongst the fighters okay. who are coming from the, the, the DRC as well. Yeah, it's a big problem. Yeah, indeed. Dewa Mavinga, thank you so much for um, your insights. I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you, Chile. Thank you. Dewa Mavinga is a Southern Africa Director uh, of Human Rights Watch. Your thoughts, please. I mean, do we have a, do you get a sense of a coherent plan here from a regional body like SADC or even the AU? Are they taking this uh, uh, seriously enough or must it, must it be a full-blown civil war before they move? You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.